I'm your host, Bree. Thanks for listening. The Tea with Bree podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, we'll start with my guest's bio, an intro into how we know each other, and then we'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they brought to me that week. This week, I'm joined by my guest, Stacey Farr. Stacey, who uses she, her pronouns, is an actor, writer, lover of all things nerdy, future Unimade or Myrmacorn, and creator of Supernatural The Cleaners. Hello, Stacey. Hey. Hi. I know when you say it like that, I'm like, I sound awesome. You're the most <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I am so excited to sit and chat with you. And, you know, we were just catching up off the air and I feel like I've known you forever. So I'm really excited to just I know. jump in and, and, and get to it. But I, 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 I always laugh. I think you're the third guest I've had on the show who I haven't met in person. And I've really? done, yeah, and I think I've done like 50 recordings now. So <laughs> you're like a very small <laughs> percentage of people. That just means that we're so awesome. Exactly. Even though you never met us in person, That's you what still it is. were like, they the, have to be on my show. The connection was there for sure. Um, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So it's funny because we, you first found me because I did the panel with Misha and all of them um, yes. for um, the racial and um, inequality conversation. And then you had your sister reach out to me to be on her show, yes. <laughs> which was so yes. much, uh, a lot of people are like, that was like such a fun thing to watch. Like, no, that was oh. a fun thing to be on. It was so, <laughs> so great. And then I asked you to come on because I wanted to talk to you as a fellow black girl nerd about, about all the things. So when you pitched this conversation about supernatural and all things nerdy, I was like, yes, please come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's so important and I'm just I'm thrilled honestly I was laughing because you were like um I'm a Leo see you before I'm like if ever there's a time to crush it now is the time okay so I used to be like when when Supernatural first came out I was I was I was in the cult right like I was in it I watched it every week I was I never missed an episode (laughs) in college and I used to literally sit in my room and like watch it together I'm such a chicken. Like I'm the jumpiest, scarediest person. Are you really? I don't watch horror movies. I don't go outside after dark. <laughs> I am the girl who checks her back seat before she gets in the car. I listen to too much true crime. I think is the issue. So now I'm just like extra hyper vigilant about things. <laughs> That's but, awesome. <laughs> but like thinking about like, okay, now there's things out there that I don't even see. And and yeah. So I used to be. <laughs> very big on watching the show but like you're right now that we're home in quarantine and social distancing now's the time to watch it but I can't remember if it's season one or two that I still think about all the time when I turn my disposal on <laughs> it's season two that episode gets me every time and I'm so paranoid to use my garbage disposal you're so crazy it lit- okay that one that episode you you would remember that one for the garbage disposal but two remember it was the introduction of Mississippi Mosley which was who waiting to exhale she's been in everything and I was like wait she was on the Loretta the Vine was on Supernatural okay sure everything, everything everything this is why you have to binge it because she comes back down the road I'm not going to tell you where and how but she comes back okay okay I know there's an episode when like she comes and like um cleanses the house too like yes Listen, that was I the same you, episode. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay. See, it's just the same one. Okay. I'm going to binge it. I'm going to watch it, but I'm just been like, <laughs> okay, you need to get a friend that would be staying Honestly. with you. So you won't be a chicken butt and just cowboy. You're right. You're and right. I'm so funny because I'm the opposite. I think growing up with a single mom, mm-hmm. we had to be tough. And then 
I don't know if I just don't fear evil or if so many crazy things have happened in my life that I'm just like, you know what, bring it. I don't know, but I, I don't, I'm not a chicken butt. Like my I neighbor think, called me, she's like, Stacy or somebody else. I'm like, I'll be right over. <laughs> You're the friend everyone calls first. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think my thing too is like growing up, uh, my family's from Louisiana and North Carolina, Mississippi, yep. it's like the South, South. Yep. And so like, talking to one of my older cousins so my dad's first cousin my second cousin and talking to her about when I was little and she's like no like you would always be talking to people who weren't there and so I was just like right so I have always felt like a connection to the other (laughs) side already yes and like I have the most like vivid dreams like deja vu level Mm dreams and I didn't really Mm -hmm. realize it until two maybe three years ago Okay. I was dating this one person and we broke up. And then one night, like 3 a.m., I just shot out of bed. I was like, something's wrong with shit. Like, I just knew it. And so I texted her. I was like, hey, don't know what just happened. Had a feeling. Talk, talk to me tomorrow. Just want to check in. And so she used to hate this. And so the next morning she calls me. She goes, I hate when you do this. And I was like, why? What happened? And she's like, I had just gotten a flat tire when you text me. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. So that happens. And then I had a dream before I even worked at this company about, like, being at this new space and doing this volunteer thing and I like never thought anything of it and then I got this job and we were doing a volunteer project and I was with my boss Nikki and my coworker Mandy and I'm like I've been here before and my boss is like this is a brand new contract there's no way you've been in this building I was like no we've been here and she's like Brie like what are you talking about I was like okay so it was me it was me and Nikki sitting in the um like in the in the lobby and so Mandy ran out to her car to get something and I was like I've been here She's like Nikki's like now she's like okay whatever and I was like okay Mandy's gonna walk in and trip on the top step and she's like what are you talking about I was like Mandy is going to walk in and trip on the top step sure enough Mandy walks in and trips on <laughs> the top awesome. step she's like <clears throat> looking at me it's like it, it ha- like I've always had like these really vivid yep. deja vu level dreams and yep also like with my mom my mom passed when I was 15 okay and so like between like her passing a couple of friends my grandfather um a couple of my aunts cousins like I've always like seen people in dreams uh-huh and so like every couple months like my mom will come and we'll have like a full like conversation in the dream mm-hmm. but a couple of years ago I was going through a lot of stuff and so I was like my grandfather who I was really close with he passed in 2008 oh and so that so two years ago 2018 going through a lot of stuff and I was like okay I need a message I like was doing meditation like all like the things you can do like I read tarot like all those things and so I was in a meditation and like well no I was going to take a nap and like slipped into a meditation and like woke up in this like space where I was like it was like almost like a ballet room like just um ceiling to floor walled mirrors and so in the corner is like all these like little black girl dancers and I turn and look and there's like a circle of black women and they're like, you wanted answers, so we had to get your attention. So essentially, like, my ancestors, like, pulled me into a meditation. I was like, okay, okay. I was not prepared. And so, like, well, like, talked to them and woke up. And then I was like, okay. Like, so now already, like, already, like, okay, what is going on in my life? And I was like, okay, if that was real, my grandfather will come to me in a dream tonight. Because now I just can't take things at such a level. I have right, to, like, push like, the buttons. Right. And so, like, my grandfather, like I said, passed in 08 and had never visited me in a dream. So now we're, like, 10 years later. And I was okay. like, okay, that was real. Cause like now I'm skeptical. I'm like, maybe it was just, maybe just a day. <laughs> like maybe I'm making right. this up. Blah, blah, blah. So literally that night I have a dream and I always remember my dreams, which is really funny because mm-hmm. people don't. So I remember like in this dream, it's almost like I'm in a pitch black, like almost like a mix between like on stage when it's like pitch black and there's like yes. one spotlight or like you're right. in like a police interrogation room and it's black with one spotlight. And so I walk into this room and it's pitch black, but in the spotlight is this man and his back is to me and he just turns around and goes, hey, Brie, my grandfather. And that was it. That was the whole dream. <laughs> it's like, believe it or else. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. So now thinking back to like Supernatural, I'm like, I don't need to, to watch this. I know it all exists. I don't need the reminder. Thank you. But that's the funny thing because I know it exists too. Like I have your vivid dreams, like you said. And a friend of mine, he got struck by lightning. This is probably in 2000 and maybe 12, 13. Um, and now he literally can see dead people and talk to them. Oh, shoot. So he helps the FBI and he helps police and he helps families with missing persons cases. And so I know it's real. Um, I always knew that my dreams would be so visual, like you said, mm-hmm. and you'd wake up and think, huh, 
but then you'd have a deja vu moment. So you're like, oh, good times. <laughs> and I always just learned to go with my dreams because I'm like, all right, God, what do you want me to do? What are we doing? And so as sure as shoot, bam, a dream will come. Supernatural, the cleaners, not a word of lie. I didn't get into it until probably 2000 and it was season, right before season 10, I feel like it was. Because my girlfriend had told me when I lived in there, she's like, you got to watch the show. Listen, I can only obsess over one thing at a time. And <laughs> at the fair. time, it was Smallville. I love my husband, Tom Willis. Such a good show. I'm still bitter, but it's okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. So I was consumed with Smallville. I'm like, I only have one time to crush this. I don't have time for all this foolishness. So that was my crush and my obsession, Smallville. But years later, like I was here in my house. And one day, because I work, I travel and I train nurses on computer software. So I was at home for like a hiatus, maybe for three months till the end of the year. And I had the TV on the background and it was a TNT marathon. And so every day they have a four hour block of Supernatural. I always have it kind of background, but not really paying attention to somewhere. And I catch something out of the corner of my eye and I think, huh. So I look and next, you know, I finished that episode and there's two more. God bless TNT. And after that, it was a wrap. I was like, and we're off to the race. So then I was like, wait a minute. I only have, it was a few weeks before season two. I was like, watch me crush this. So I crushed 10 seasons of a show. Don't judge me. No. In like three and a half weeks. I was like, let's get it. Listen, just quick, quick I, pause. I, wa- I watched Grey's Anatomy seasons one through 12 in one summer. So I do not. Good girl. There's no, there's no judgment at all. No, no. You're yes. Right. You're like, okay. <laughs> If you are committed, you could do anything. Absolutely. First. So I crush it and I'm consuming now. Well, years go by and all of a sudden I have this dream and I'm like, huh? I pay attention to it. Whatever. It kept coming to me like the cleaners, the cleaners. I'm like, the cleaners are what? I already clean. Like, what do you want from me? Well, <laughs> one night it was as clear as I'm looking at you talking to you. It was like super after the cleaners. It's these two girls. They're the men in black and skirts because they have to clean up behind the hunters to make sure that nobody knows about the supernatural and keep people from flipping the crap out. And I was like, that's genius. So I pop up and I start writing. I start writing and start writing. Literally, and not a word or lie, every webisode that I have that we filmed, plus the other 15 that I have written, plus the three, four, five full-length episodes from dreams, down to the details of the song, the clothing, the word, everything. And I thought, huh, yeah. So I understand that. I love that. I love that. I understand that. that. And it's funny because you can literally see it. So when you see it in real life, you're like, oh, good times. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it doesn't face you because you're like, I've seen this before. Or I'll hear voices and they'll just talk to me. And I'm like, okay, good times. Or there'll be times when like a door will shut or something. I'm like, listen, "Listen, today is not the day. How about come back tomorrow? And then they go away. Thank you. Like that's the thing. Like now that I live alone, especially like the amount of <laughs> the amount of things like I see all the time. Like I uh-huh. cleanse my apartment all the time. Like sage, Palo Alto, like uh, like burning uh, Bailey's. Like it's a whole thing. Like the 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 amount of stuff I do in this apartment just to be like, yeah, I just want some some peace. Y'all are welcome to stay here, but if you could just not. And so like a couple years ago, I was so during college, my one of my friends loved um, Doctor Who, and I love Doctor Who. Loved, I love. Like, he got me into Doctor Who. So that that year we binged the whole like new updated. Listen, yes. I'm a binger through and through. Like I can binge a TV show. Give me some time. <laughs> so like he had me binge all of the shows with him. And now mind you, again, the amount of scaredy that I am, I want to re reestablish that because the gosh, those angels still haunt yes. me. I can't walk past that. The weeping before. angels. <laughs> like getting chills. I'm so traumatized. Um, but one of the first episodes with like, oh crap, what was her name? The redhead girl. Oh gosh. Her husband's name is Rory. Spoiler alert. But I can't remember her name. Oh, Amy. Yes, Amy. Amy so, Pond. Amelia yes, Pond. So one of the first episodes with Amy Pond, when he's like, don't look in, out of the corner of your eye. Like that mm-hmm. whole, like everything, there's always something there. And how often I'm always like, there's something there, but I can't look at it because Doctor <laughs> Who told me not to look. Like, <laughs> That's how I know with awesome. my life. I'm like, You're like, black like out, I catch black myself, out. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but like, I also like, 
I anything nerdy like Doctor Who, also anything British. Like I just love anything. Oh nerdy. my gosh, I thought I was the only one. That no, was I was file. for sure oh. born in the wrong country. Like, thank you, like, thank you. Like I'm obsessed with Elton John. When Princess Diana died, I think I was like seven. My mom was like, "No, you like took to your bed for a week." Like I was oh, wow. so like I loved Princess. No, Diana. they came out with Acorn. I was like, "This is oh. crazy things." It's chocolate and sliced bread, and then they actually had the nerve and audacity. I love comedy. the nerve and audacity. But they came out with Alfred story what pennyworth i'm like don't play with you when sherlock got rebooted yeah uh, benedict cumberbatch don't I was even like, do oh, it. so y'all just want me to have no life and not leave Listen. the house ever and then the movies with robert downey that was geez i'm like you know what literally anything british i'm like okay so i have no life great obviously like the spice girls too because i like when i was growing up like they were they were it they were i was just telling go ahead go ahead that's the one thing I'm like, but you can have it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, so like, obviously like all my, me and my cousins were obsessed, but I literally was telling a friend the story the other day, like when Spice Girls were big, I had their movie Spice World on tape to the <laughs> point, like I played it so much. My dad hid the tape. Like I was like, and I remember vividly like tearing apart like my family home one summer because I couldn't find the tape. And I was like, no, I know it's here. My mom's like, you look this entire house. Let's just go buy another one. I was like, no, because I know my dad hid it. So I wouldn't watch it anymore. So now I need to find it. Like I was on a mission to find this tape. Did you find it? I did. It was in the hall closet on the top shelf because I was too short to reach up there. Your girl got a chair. I literally tore that house apart that summer. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. But I've always been like such a like, an, like being an only child, like growing up, like having to entertain yourself. Like I've always found like reading as like one of the biggest things for me. Like also like my dad was super into comic books. So like okay. I was super into that. So like I grew up watching like all like the comic like shows, like the cartoon versions of it, like mm-hmm. Batman, Spider-Man, all of it. Yes. Like X-Men, when X-Men came into X-Men, Gargoyles, like literally thing. Like you are talking the wrong language. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like always obsessed with that and then obviously mm-hmm. being a little black girl and being able to see storm was ma'am for me ma'am huge. when they messed around and came out with that and then remember jim and they had the little black girl on jim the cartoon mm-hmm. oh it was everything but i'm telling you i was in college when x-men sort of kind of got bigger and i used to say that it was the soap opera for guys because they could be drunk hung over oh yes. and they would wake up to watch X-Men. Not kidding. I thought, are you serious right now? Uh, and that's then like Gargoyle. A great assessment. That's a great was, assessment. It <laughs> is. It is like the soap opera for men. Don't play with me. Uh, and then Gargoyles was everything. And then who said it? Um, they're kiss. talking about bringing a live version. Oh, I, I have my list. I send it on Twitter. I'm like, here's my dream team right there. Gargoyles, you're welcome. Uh, my talk is done. Oh, well, ma'am. now that it, now that it's on Disney Plus, I've been doing nothing but uh, watching that. I, like that's been way. such a, pal- mm-hmm. a palate cleanser for me too. But mm-hmm. also, like I know we're going all over the place, but I'm so excited to talk about. No, this, this is so much fun. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Because you love everything British. I literally have been trying to figure out how to get across the pond for the last decade. Listen, and I've been. Let's so just pack it. So we can just talk about this. Let's just pack up and move. Sell Game all our one. stuff. <laughs> Well, <laughs> with the way our country's going, hello. Whatever happens in November, I might be like, "Bree, you pack it up." Let's, let's Listen, they it. have they have universal health care in the UK. I'm in, ma'am. I'm like, let me find me a husband. Oh, my friends are on a quest too. They're in Canada, they're in France, and they're in Australia. They're like, we're trying to find your husband on each <laughs> continent. I'm like, go for broke people, go for broke. Listen, swing for the fences. Um, but I think my most like recent nerd obsession has been all the CW superhero shows, like Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Legend of Tomorrow, like the, like those like reboots of it, and then like being super excited because in The Flash, the guy who plays his dad played played the original Flash. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm always like, oh, y'all ain't slick. And then also, like, with the doctor who plays Dr. McGee is the original Dr. McGee from like the old, the old Flash, too. Y'all ain't slick. I get so excited about like those little like Easter eggs yes. things. And I'm like, do y'all not understand how important this is? <laughs> they don't. They're just like, who's this person? No. no. When they had on Smallville, when the original Wonder Woman was Chloe's mom, I lost all my mind. Listen. I was like, wait a minute. Well, Linda that's Clark like in, is, in uh, Supergirl, um, the original Superman who played Clark Kent, I can't think of his, uh, Dean. Uh, yes, Dean. Yeah, 
Dean Cain. He plays her dad. What? He plays her father, like who adopted Supergirl everything. in the reboot. And I'm like, y'all are not slut. <laughs> <laughs> I nerd like, out about that what? stuff. Like, I love it so much. I'm like, y'all don't understand the importance. When they give nods and shout outs to people, oh. This casting is so ma'am. important to me. Ma'am. Ma'am. I think what really gets me about all the reboots now, though, is like how inclusive it is, though. Like, we see LGBTQIA characters, we see characters of color. Like, the fact that Joe and Iris West are black in Ma'am. The Flash. Ma'am. Also, the fact that it's Jesse. It's Jesse. Oh, the love of my life. I love him so much. Go ahead. <laughs> No, but I was remembering when Candace Patterson was talking about how it costs so much to be a black girl in this world, mm-hmm. especially her being Iris West and all the shade and the hate she gets. Mm-hmm. And then we were even talking about colorism because I'm like, I love Candace Patterson, but she is light skinned, like she just is. And so for the longest time, you had all these characters that were black, and I'm doing quotes because you can't see them, mm-hmm. but they were like the lightest, or you're like some ambiguous race that yeah. you're like, I think she's black. We got a counter as black. Like, I don't know what we're doing. And it was the same thing with Vampire Diaries with um, <clears throat> Kat Graham. And I'm like, huh. And I was still kind of salty that they never let her be with Bayman. It was Bayman, Bonnie and Damon. So I was like, what? It's really <laughs> going on. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, but I'm so excited when Black Lightning came out. I was like, it's about cotton picking time. Listen. And then it was like a whole chocolate family. I was like, this is everything great. And then when they came out with this is not some kind of going back to um, us with Lupita Nyong'o, like a whole chocolate family. I was like, this is the greatest I've mm-hmm. ever seen. And then when we did Wakanda, I was like, y'all. When Black family. Panther came out. Ma'am. Ma'am. And set the tone. Ma'am. For everything. And like, ma'am. and people who are like, they're, who are first generation or second mm-hmm. generation African living here and like mm-hmm. how much it meant to them. Like mm-hmm. there was one interview I watched with someone of like, you know, growing up and having like a more difficult pronouncing name. Yes. And now people are able to say like T'Challa and all these other things. And right. Like, how important is that? And just literally how big and how much power there is in the black dollar, like how invested we were, like all like the, the kids being able to finally see them. Uh, Oh, right, like, right. Uh, I could talk about Black Panther for Don't even hours. start with me. Because, and then the fact that Shuri is the smartest in the MCU universe. Hello. Like, say something. But not only that, like, I was telling my friends, because I don't know if you remember, back in the day, there was UPN mm-hmm. and there was a WB. Remember yep. that? Yep. So of then course. when they merged, they were CW. Mm-hmm. And we laugh because it's funny, but it's not because we grew up like UPN, you had all the black shows, like Cinco, all the shows. And then one the on WB one was, jam. was like kind of vanilla fields. Yeah. So then when they merged to CW, our friends call it completely white network. Because there was Ooh. not a spot anywhere. And right. you know this is true. Like, think about that. From the moment they kind of took over, Warner Brothers became CW. There was no diversity. When I say none, I was like, well, dang. So then you'd have, like, one little black guy. And then he'd, like, be a B, C, or D character. Mm-hmm. So then you would have maybe, like, a sort of kind of black girl. But you weren't sure. Or she could be his Hispanic. You didn't know what was going on. And you throw like in the Asian guy to make it look good. So then you were kind of, you were graduating. So when they have Black Lightning, we were like, you just did the Black population of the CW by 5,000%. Like seriously, but we were so excited about it. I remember when The Princess and the Frog came out. This is how big that was. Mm-hmm. So my friend kidnapped me from work. He got permission for our boss. And we went to see the first day it opened. We went to the 3.30 show, which was the first show. Three, I cried. Because oh, for the yeah. first time, I looked around, it's like all these little black girls, all their moms, all their grandmothers, me, and then my friend is white, <laughs> he's a guy, yeah. and him, and like me. And I was so, like he said, I didn't realize how huge this was, but it's the middle of the afternoon during the mm-hmm. week, and the theater's packed. And he and his friend Shay are the only two white people, and he was like, wow. I said, Jamie, you don't understand for our entire existence of life, we've never had a Black mm-hmm. princess. And so when we saw that, it was everything. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, even the woman who voiced her was a Black actress. Yes! Like, that was huge. And, you know, for her, the woman who plays her, she's also in Dreamgirls, right? So like, yes. this whole, like, fandom around her already right and then we also think about you know how black she was right like yes. she wasn't that like ambiguous issue right. she? but then we see how she is so whitewashed in the Ma'am. um wreck it ralph wreck it ralph too right like i haven't seen it but like i was doing like some I research the other either. day yes. 
And like to see like she has loose curls now. She's way more light skinned. I was like, what? Is Her nose is smaller. People do a F I doing the most. So like y'all could have just left it. Like she was fine, right? Damn. And then I, I also think back like about just black TV period. Like yes. you're talking about like the UPN and CW. I think about like people who didn't know who Gabrielle Union was, and I'm just like. <laughs> I, I literally my skin crawls. I'm like, I'm sorry, she's black royalty. Or You're people like, where who where have you been? People who didn't know Talk who Carrie Washington was until she played yeah. on Scandals. Like yeah. she was the sister in uh Save the Last Dance. She was mm-hmm. like, give me a I like give me 20 minutes. I can list all the stuff that Carrie Washington mm-hmm. has done, right? Mm-hmm. Like or the fact like Viola Davis and when she got like quote unquote really big was on right. um was when how she got murder. How to get with murder. I was like, no, she's what? Like I just I know. my brain, I'm like, I just know. like because black black culture is not mainstream air quotes Mm -hmm. but also like that kind of gets a little like not cultish but just how much power Mm -hmm. is in the black community around like these greats like if we talk you know Angela Bassett you know like you're saying Loretta Devine like when Loretta Devine was in Grace I was like okay thank you bye like she played (laughs) Weber's wife and I was just like okay so y'all don't no one talk to me or the fact like Bailey too like she Miranda Mm -hmm. Bailey on Grace is my favorite character and not just because she's black I mean, that that helps for sure, but the amount of power and the stuff she has to deal with and how stoic she is and how professional and like all these things that like black women aren't seen as and just having Mm -hmm. her be the pinnacle of the show. And, you know, Mm -hmm. my favorite book is Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes, like her memoir. And I Mm -hmm. talk to people all the time about it. And everyone's like, why? I'm like, because for the first time you have a black woman talking about how difficult it is and how much we have to perform and how much we have to, if we mess Mm -hmm. up, it's not mm-hmm. just us. Like we mess it, up for everyone. For everybody. Yep. Like the quote it's that pressure. she wrote. The, the quote she wrote for Olivia Pope's dad and he said, you know, we have to be twice as good to get half as much. And that is yeah. one of the things I live by all the time. I'm like, I could literally do 10 times better work than my mm-hmm. white male counterpart, but he'll get praised for doing the bare mm-hmm. minimum. But if I mess up, it's not just me. And I, you know, I spoke at the Women's March this year and I talked about that. I'm like, the pressure of being a black woman, not mm-hmm. even just a black person, but a black <clears throat> woman in this country. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X says that we are the most disrespected woman in America. Mm-hmm. And to bring us back to Candace Patton, I love her. Like she's mm-hmm. also like one of those like black <laughs> cult favorites. Like if you followed her career, she's been on like One True Hill. She's been on Greys. Like she was like having these tiny roles before she got the Flash. Right. And like watching mm-hmm. her being the only black girl in a lot of these series. Yeah. And same with Gabrielle Union. Like she was yep. always the one black girl, the one black friend, and the one black girlfriend. Yep. And just like yep. these minimal roles we kept getting until something bigger came along. Yep. Same with Supernatural. With Yep. Um, what's his name who plays on This Is Us? Yes, Gordon. Gordon. So Sterling. Yep. So, Ster- yes. When Sterling, when he was on Supernatural, I was like, oh my ah! gosh. Yes. <laughs> He started, and it's so funny because I remember I hated his character so much. Oh, hated But do you also, I don't know if you've caught up yet, but there's a guy, and his name escapes me, but he's also a bad guy. His name's Henderson on Supernatural, Mm -hmm. Victor Henderson. Mm -hmm. But now he's on, I think it's Chicago Met, and he is the character with her long hair that's the nurse, um, charge nurse. He's her love. Her boo. Please hold Henderson on yes. Chicago. Supernatural. And oh, now he's um, on Chicago. I'm gonna look at him up too. Hold on. Wait a minute. Watch this. Okay, let me see. Oh him. Him. Yes. Him. Yes. Okay. So he was on Supernatural. And then do you remember 21 Jump Street? Of course. Which is a rip-off of which is a rip-off oh. of <laughs> We'll, we'll talk we'll, we'll loop back because the, white, like, well, the whitewashing of that experience is my friend just said <laughs> the other day I was like in the fact that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote that I digress go back to what you were saying <laughs> that makes me laugh focus focus okay focus, so focus. remember in 21 Jump Street the second um officer so remember the black guy in 21 Jump Street mm-hmm. he was on as and he was probably a character that had um he was on there a couple of times and I remember thinking Rufus is his name so Rufus was Bobby's best friend on Supernatural and so he was on um there and I thought wow it's the first time that a black character has been on several times and then when they introduced Lisa Berry I teared up I was like greatest thing I've ever so Lisa Berry played a reaper Billy who now is death and so when she got cast I was like she looks like Oh, happy day. You don't understand because I love Supernatural more than life. 
but it will never win any awards for diversity. It will sure as shoot not win any NAACP awards. They couldn't ever do a challenge with show us your writer's room, show us your cast, show us your crew, like none of that. But I still love them because the story's compelling and the show's everything great. But when they introduced Lisa Berry, I thought, it's my birthday and Christmas rolled into one. And then she came back. I was like, what? This mm-hmm. is funny. And then there was a look. There was a look, people, a look between her and Crowley. And I thought, oh, what is this? And <laughs> it was so sad. I love but this. it's okay. And then she came back. I was like, Whoa. but then they killed him. I'm like, Whoa. Don't spoil Why? it. I'm going to binge it. I also oh, think sorry, sorry. the episode of the truck episode, which yes. again, PTSD. But Route 666. Yes. And the black actress that played Dean. She's biracial. Yeah. Right. She's but still to see her. Actress. Right. Yeah. But to see her with Dean. To see a black woman as a love interest for a white man that yes. time at that time that time period was huge. And the lead character. Like not just right. like the BC like he the main yes. character part two yeah Ugh. and i was like cassie i'll let you have this one because she's <laughs> always like the go-to girl that they have black females mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah. i love people like a fat killer pig don't get me wrong i'm not doing shade but can we have a whole black girl like can we have somebody with chocolate skin and with nappy hair like come on people but then did you ever watch the passage Mm-mm. oh my gosh what oh you're scary okay you can't just, watch just it. send me a list okay. of things i should okay. watch with people I'm during a, the daylight hours this note this version so the passage was the show on fox i don't even know why fox has the network that's nuts. anyways so the passage was everything great because well first of all mpg was on there hello say by the bell my boyfriend is mark oh i love him so he was on there and then the cute little british black female actress she was the lead she was a doctor on there she was on Supernatural back in a couple of seasons as a hunter that was married to her husband. Well, so she was on that. And I was like, this is everything great. And the little girl is on flipping believe. I mean, she is amazing. So they had like a whole family of just amazing actors and actors on that show. But she was on Supernatural. There's been so many people that have been on Supernatural. And you're like, what? Christian, um, what is his last name? I can't remember. But he was Michael, the archangel on Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff. There's the twins that are the witches. I think they're supposed to be black and white. I'm going to go with that. But they were on. And now he was on Insecure with Issa Rae. her new love interest. Uh, Kendrick? Mm-hmm. Kendrick Samson was on Supernatural? Yeah, he was one. Of, he was a gay witch twin. Uh, his mom was supposed to be black, and his dad was a hunter that was white. And she was a witch, and then the dad was a hunter. But yeah, so him and another girl was his sister. They played, they were on there twice, maybe three times. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So there's been a lot. People don't know how many famous people have been on Supernatural. Like, it's almost as if they got their kind of start and introduction and then off to the race. You're like, let me see who else has been on here. Right. I'm like, we have this TV guide um, where it's like the top 21 people you forgot were on Supernatural or got their start on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know Han Solo, the movie? Yeah. So he started out, his first role was on Supernatural. Yes, huh. so Solo, Star Wars movie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Remember Corey from Glee? He was on uh, Supernatural. He was. Corey yep. Monteith, RIP. Yes. There were so many people on Supernatural. The, well, I think about that, like how many people got their start like from that yeah. too. Like, yes. just, Jeffrey love. D. Morgan was on Supernatural. I love him. Who? Jeffrey D. Morgan from listen, The Walking Dead. Listen, listen. That's okay. my husband. <clears throat> listen, we need to take a minute. <laughs> Your precinct, Jeffrey D. Morgan. <laughs> we talk about Jeffrey. <laughs> Cause like he was, he has been there since season one. He plays their dad, like mm-hmm. that I know. Mm-hmm. So, but he also played Denny Duquette on Grey. Yes, and he was yeah. on Grey at the same time he was on Super. Yes, Hero. yeah. But then also like he's married to Hillary Burton, who yep. was from One True Hill, One who True was Hill. my my in my head BFF. So <laughs> I just read her memoir. She wrote a memoir of. Um, the last like 10 years of her life like mm-hmm. the stuff she, which I highly recommend it's I read it twice this summer so Aww, okay. <laughs> it's really good um it's now also like my bedtime book like when I go to sleep anyway like I, <laughs> I listen to it when I'm going to bed I'm old it's fine but I'm older than you stop it it's fine I think about all the roles that he has played too yes. like he has yes. been in like um everything like big big movies like yep. I the first thing that always comes to mind to my mind is P.S. I love you because he plays at the yes. end like the love interest of her character but like the importance of him as a person playing mm-hmm. on that show like uh and like when you're like you're saying he went on to play the walking dead which i obviously have never watched because it's me um, <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not doing it no no, no i'm not doing but like it. no no wait no. but then he was also bruce wayne's dad don't play with me 
Remember Bruce Wayne's dad? On what? Hello? <sighs> Bruce Wayne's dad on what? What? Which, which I'm not iteration? telling you. I'm going to sit here and be cute while you look it up. Okay. Oh, God, Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm like, how dare you? Morgan. Okay, okay, okay. Please hold Bruce Wayne's dad. Okay, please hold. It's fine. Everything's going to be great. Okay. Um, but on what iteration? Oh, Batman vs. Superman. Yes! Listen, the first of all, this doesn't look like him at all. I'm used to, like, bearded Jeffrey. <laughs> no, he does look like a Levantine, but... I'm okay. like, this, this is... Okay, yes, but it doesn't... I'm used to big, bushy beard, I know. roughy voice I know. Jeffrey. I know. And it was and only kind of like in a flashback a couple of times. I'll let you have, I'll let you slide. Thank you. I was like, I, you know, I've seen it, but I'm also like, he was in that? Like, yeah, for like five seconds. So thank I'll you. I was like, you want me to remember that? Yeah, man. It was important. I'm like, bam. I apologize. You're right. You're welcome. I, I take off one chip off of my nerd card. <laughs> And put That's it okay. I've been demoted so many times. It's okay. I put it. I. I no. Wait. I have this question. So it just came to me. Have you ever gone to a convention, like a little nerd convention? I was going to Dragon Con because Atlanta's so far away. Mm-hmm. And have you been drilled by the nerds to you have to validate your nerdiness? I've never been to a convention, it's <gasps> on, but it's on my list of things to do. But that's why I'm like, I feel like I'm not nerdy enough. Like one of the things that really got me is like when when Gotham first came out on when that got rebooted and that uh-huh. started back on TV, and I had forgotten that. I was like, oh, I love Ed Nigma, like Enigma. Uh-huh. And like my brain like farted and forgot. My friend's like, and I was like, oh, maybe he's a Riddler. My friend goes, of course he's a Riddler, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, relax. Like <laughs> your girl can have a moment and forget things. But I feel like I would mess up like that and people would just be so judgy that I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna sit here and wait. <laughs> because, but I, I would love to go to a convention, but that's one of my biggest fears, like not being nerdy enough. Like, like I would love to go to Comic-Con. Um, Candace Patton was here. In, in Austin for South by a couple mm-hmm. years back with um, the actress who plays in the new Supergirl who is okay. uh, she's a trans actress I actually met her dad a couple years ago okay um, he works at a local university um, but they were here um, when the CW is really talking about um, how they're trying to diversify more and make it more inclusive it's like they were here doing panels and I was like see that's like more my speed like if it's like one okay. or two like celebrities from the show right but like to go to a convention with like all the other nerds and I'm just like I just feel like I would not be to the same level as there like I think I think I have an appreciation and a love I don't have the same level of like quote uh, obsession as, yeah. as other people do and so I feel like I would just be judged you know it was mostly it was really positive and here's why so it was these it was interesting so if you don't know anything about Dragon Con it's probably the third biggest mm-hmm. kind of fan convention because it's ginormous it takes over Atlanta like it's ridiculous mm-hmm. so there's between 60 to 80,000 people oh wow in a weekend well the last couple of times we went and these were a few years back um it was still a little bit disheartening to see how few black people there were and still even more disheartening to see how few black girls there were Mm-hmm. But this was encouraging. Um, every time people would see us, because we went to dress as Brie and Kat from the web series, we're like, we're just going to go have fun. It was so encouraging. Everybody was like, hooray, hurrah. But then we did get the little, you know, nerd challenge. And I remember one of the questions, this group of guys was like, so who do you think is the best captain? Um, <clears throat> is it Kurt or Picard? And I was like, how dare you? I was so offended. <laughs> and so it was on and popping. So they were like, oh, okay, nerd card. And I was like, you know, that's sometimes I think a bad thing about being a nerddom is we forget that we don't always have to have the caliber of knowledge or nerdiness that the next person does. We just love something. We just love it. Mm-hmm. We may not know all the facts and statistics and down to the every detail and minutia, but it's something that we love. We may not be consumed with it or obsessed like I'm with Supernatural. Shout out. But let us just enjoy it whatever stage we are, even if we're just a beginner, like a casual mm-hmm. observer. And so sometimes I want to just kind of shake us and be like, um, guys, we're all on the same team. You know yeah. what I mean? We all love so, the same thing. <laughs> right. You are consumed and you live it and breathe it and call it back, shout out. But I'm just <laughs> kind of like dipping my toe in, you know? And right. so sometimes that is a little bit challenging, but for the most part, we had the most fun because people would always look at you like, wait, I'm a nerdy. This is awesome. And then you just start conversations and there are so many beautiful 
people in their amazing costume job. The level of commitment when they do their own costume, man, man. Listen, I hate Halloween, man. so I, I have an appreciation of people. Oh, I, oh, I don't make oh. my own costumes. I'm like, I'm like, you're lucky if I dress up <laughs> right. at all. Like I have no, I always don't make, I don't do crafts. I don't do, I, right. I, that's not, that's not the gift I was granted. No, I'm I, creative, but I'm not crafty. Right. My best friend, John, who's been on the show before, he one year made our costumes. He was the male, he was the male Ursula. So like he made tentacles. He made like her yes. necklace, like the whole thing. Yes. We found like a mermaid skirt for me, but then like he, we went to Michael's yes. and like got like hair clips and he glued like the fake like starfish and things we could pin them yes. in my hair he like glued like he got like the fishing net and like glued the shells and that so i like i like the mermaid trapped in the net and it was like really great i have photos i'll post them. but like and also like with him like he makes his costume every year they go to conventions they do all these things i'm like i love this for you but this is never going to be my life so like thinking about that too is like and that's why i don't dress up for halloween i'm like i do the bare minimum when it comes to dressing up for halloween i was uh i was a mermaid for three years after that costume i was a police officer for three years because i had a police suit and a hat like i am the queen of i am the queen of repeat halloween costume right like i have no shame that's awesome. No, no shame. I'm here. I'm here to have fun. Well, maybe what have you. Um, whereas like him, so John and then my friend Liz, like she makes her costume every year because she's very crafty. I'm like, bless, love this for all of y'all, mm-hmm. but it ain't, it ain't the jam for your girl out here. Yeah. Um, so like, I think I would go and just like have, like, I'd have to buy a costume because again, yeah. Um, but then have such an appreciation and want to be in that space and see, just seeing yes. photos of like convention people who go every year and just like mm-hmm. have the best time of all the stuff that they get to do and just yeah i mean every year if you don't think i don't sit and watch and like okay what's coming up especially for oh i totally do the flash is my favorite cw show like i am the girl who sits there and watches every interview after it's done like and i think it's also like for (laughs) for me as a black girl growing up in a very diverse town having dated people of all different races to see Mm -hmm. iris and barry as an interracial couple on tv and primetime television on a nerdy show with jesse the love of my life since god knows (laughs) between between rent and law and order that was my boo like i love him so much like he doesn't know this but we're getting married he doesn't know he's old enough to be my father but it's fine jesse jesse i'm here when you are ready i know there's an age difference It's, You're like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. care. Um, but just to be able to watch like, a, and then the, the importance of watching a black dad with his black daughter yes, yes. and everything that's happened in that show, like, you know, spoiler alert, like eventually him finding out he had a son who, you right. know, all these things that, that happens and how often he shows up. And, and if you look at his, his like history of acting, like for him to have played in Rent as a gay character who, who had HIV to on Law and Order as a detective, like just the amount of things and, you know, and then him on, on uh, Flash being a detective, like the importance of him again in black culture for me is huge. And so to watch the the levels to him being Iris's dad and then, I, and then him adopting, sort of adopting Barry and mm-hmm. the amount of like, just, just seeing black people cast as having happy yes. lives is just, it's just so important to me. And then like watching again, a black girl be a love interest of a main, the, the main character character the, the the titular character is Ma'am. a love of the black woman how important is that at the flash for five minutes because they kept throwing all these no offense beckys at barry i was like look girl if you don't back up 10 feet because you know in the comic books y'all keep throwing shade you try to throw they tried to throw felicity at mm-hmm. barry i was like come on people i'm still looking sideways at them like really but when it's all said and done no matter what you try to do in the comic iris quest is still very close so listen them trying to get around. Him trying to, they're tr- like the the fandom trying to get him with Caitlyn Snow. Like, it's not happening. The Snowberry Girl. people, I'm like y'all are fishing. No, have y'all not watch what I have watched. No. But no, and that's the thing. Like my nickname for them is West. So Iris West and Barry Allen. So Allen. Weston. It's as you know, it's West Allen, right? No, I just call it Weston. Okay, you live your life. I'm just letting you know that the fans. Just like has- I'm still kind of bitter about again of being Fox side eye. Did you ever watch Sleepy Hollow? Yes, I did, bro. I love oh. her. That oh, she was so oh. good in that show. Nicole Bahari and Tom Meissen. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Abby, and they ran it to the on purpose I was, i'm still bitter look i have to give, give me a moment that was i forget how good that show was a moment of silence please okay it can still be on and be great oh so bitter they had irving on there i love 
Captain Irving. I forgot how good that show was. Yes, until they purposely ran it into the ground by trying to push all these bony behind pale chicks to him. They kept separating them. And then next thing you know, then had the nerve and audacity to kill her off. I was like, I can't breathe. When she was the one that was hired in the first place, we're still bitter. I was like, there was a poll on Twitter. They're like, what show are you still bitter about? Indeed, I'm like, I'm still bitter about Sweet Child. Look, I'm still bitter. That was such Still a bitter. good show. Girl, that first her, season And then her and her sisters, too. Oh. Oh, I'm still salty. And their chemistry. Because, oh, you know, there's palatable. certain times when you watch shows and you're like, they're supposed to have chemistry, but you're like, you don't see it. And it's kind of painful. They had chemistry in space. Listen, that's like, how I feel about uh, uh, Grant Gustin and Candace Patton. Yes. I was like, no one can't tell me they're not in love in real, in real life. Like, I get oh. so upset about it. Like, they do such a great job on that mm-hmm. show together. Like, And then he got married. I was like, what is this? And Tom Meissen got married. And it wasn't to Nicole Bahari. I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand. I was do so bitter. Me? I know. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Do you need to lay down? Do you no, need cookies? I, I, get I, I get that they are characters, but every time I see them, like, oh, I'm sorry, what? And there's like one, there's like one time when they're at Comic Con, I think, and like they're like all like the whole the whole cast is on a and is on a. Um, no, I know what you're panel. talking about on stage. Yes. And then Grant like puts his arm around on, around Candace, yes. and uh, Carlos goes, "She's not your girlfriend in real life." And I was like, "Don't do this to us. We know we don't need the reminder." Uh, but yes, I get I get so upset about it. So. I went to a panel with Nicole and Tom and they're just as charming and lovely and flirty in real life. And then when he got married, I was so hostile. I was like, what is wrong with this picture? That's not Well, I also think, quick sidebar, I think, I don't think Candace Patton went to Grant Gustin's wedding and I'm like, girl, I feel you. That's because she would have been like me if I would have went to my love and just been like, don't do it. You know, (laughs) she who here has any reason or anything to say? Me, me. They'd be like, ma'am, ma'am, please escort her out. No, I need to say this. I have feelings. Right. (laughs) Dog it. We're meant to be. Oh, I forget. I have to go find Sleepy Hollow on any sort of streaming network. I need to go watch it. It is. I feel like it's on Hulu or Netflix because I'm still salty. It's Sometimes I just go watch the um, band videos on principle. I'm, I'm like, still salty. I am. It's the principle. Just like I'm still bitter, even though they're not an interracial couple. Chloe should have been with Clark. That's all I'm saying on that. On what show? Hello, Smallville. Oh, so sorry. And You're did right. you know, no, no. here's a fun fact. So Chloe's character originally was supposed to be black, you know, which makes me even double salty because Clark should have been with Chloe. That's all yeah. I'm saying. That's all you're going to say. I feel mm-hmm. you. I'm so mad about that too. I'm going to I'm going to find Sleepy Hollow on Hulu. Do it. It says Sleepy Hollow acquires uh, sorry, Hulu acquires Sleepy Hollow. I need to find Yay! it. Yay! Do they? I got to find it. I love oh. them. It says it's on Hulu. Watch it go. That's yeah, it is on Hulu. Wait, do I binge that first or do I binge Supernatural first? Listen, ma'am, I need you to binge Supernatural. Fine. Because then when you see me finally get pulled into the, this is my dream, mm-hmm. by the way, of one day. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, because if it's and butts with candy, that's we all Merry Christmas. But so my dream is to have Supernatural the Cleaners pulled into the actual TV show. I literally have five full length episodes, not a word of lie. And if I do say so myself, the way that they get introduced, the episode that I created is brilliant. Speak it's it brilliant. into existence. I love this it's brilliant. Word. So I'm like, okay, it's going down. So I have like this media kit. I'm like, one day I'm going to go to a panel. I was all set literally to go to the panel next month in Nashville, but they had to push it back to 2021. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go plead my case. I have like a media kit. I had gifts because, you know, you always go before the kings, bearing gifts. So I had everything prepared. I was like, let's do this. And then it got canceled. It pushed back. I said, okay, it's not my time to shine. But it's gonna happen one day. It's going to give me a minute. It is because I'm like, I've seen it. Like literally, I have this. I created this poster. I wish my camera worked. Okay, I'll send it to you. Please do. Like read it. It, Like this girl's crazy, but I'm gonna do it. So it's my supernatural poster. I'm a big believer in speaking things to an, into existence. It's true. So. so I have my supernatural official convention. I created a poster <laughs> of what my first convention is going to look like. True story. I love this for you. Mm-hmm. Because we, I get excited. Like I've only seen Lisa Berry at a handful of conventions. Mm-hmm. And that's again, I'm like, I love supernatural and I love us more than life. But it gets a little bit 
disheartening sometimes, even within our fandom where they support quote unquote inclusion, but it's always LGBTQ, it's never black. Mm -hmm. And so even going to a convention, I'm like, I refuse to go to a convention until I see Lisa Berry. And so she started coming, maybe she's been to a handful, but I was like, how come she hasn't been to more? She's awesome. But then Rufus, I think he's been to two and I don't think, nope. Christian was at one. He was the one that played um, Michael. The twins haven't been to any. So you have, you have requests, people. (laughs) Stacy has demands. Please and thank you. Like, please. So in my little poster, my, it's me and Lisa Berry on a panel on Supernatural State. That's all. That's all. Listen, not to be that person, but when I first moved to Austin, my friend's like, what's one thing you want to do? And I knew that Jensen and Jared lived here and I had loved the show back then. I was like, I'm like, I just want to meet them. And now like, (laughs) this is my life now. Um, like I'm really good friends with uh, both of their wives. Like, so oh, Danielle and Jen, the sweetest two people. But I always think about that of like when I first met them. I was working at one of my older my old jobs, and my okay. mom's like, "Yeah, like Jared's gonna come," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" Like, you're like, "Don't <laughs> tease me, lady." I'm, like, I'm sorry, I have to what? be prepared. And so, like, literally, they came one day for a tour, and that's how I first Aww. met them sweet and so i'm always just like y'all like the world works in mysterious ways you just never know what's going to happen you just have to be open to the unexpected and i hope that we all get to realize our dreams and make them into reality so it's going down it's It's going going to happen when i send you that this is be in faith i'm going to send you the script for how the girls and the boys meet i'm going to send you my poster and you know supernatural will four seasons I need mm-hmm. to crash this. Come on. But the four seasons that, that you now know. That, now that you've challenged me, I'm like, okay, Stacy is asking for one thing. This I is can all do I this. Okay. So I'm going to send you the poster. I'm going to send you the script. And what you know of Supernatural, I want you to read it. And if you can read it and laugh and literally see it, then I'm done. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to the house. And it's going down. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how many gifts. I don't know. But and tell it's me gonna what happen. you think. I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. And be honest. Be like, that's brilliant. Or that's the biggest load of rubbish I've ever heard or whatever. Rubbish. I love it. Yeah. No, I got you. We're going to make it happen. Uh, well, I think this is where we're going to wrap. This has been <laughs> so well, okay, fun. Okay. Ha- I have to come back on yeah, oh yeah once once i binge supernatural we'll have a whole we'll have a whole a whole thing about it i promise okay and then we have to have another episode just for like different nerdy things so we have to talk more about sleepy hollow yeah we have to talk about um, make a list people that we ship we uh, have to talk about nerd people that we love shows that we want to be on I'm in. That we want to marry. Yeah. Yep. This will be brilliant. I think the biggest like nerd fandom I probably belong to is either the Flash or Harry Potter. <gasps> I love Harry Potter. So oh we'll have gosh. to have a we'll have to have a whole Harry Potter episode because I haven't yes. talked to anyone about that yet. I will be sure to link to your web series. Yay! Um, I'll be sure to link anything that you need me to link in the show notes. Uh, but this is, uh, I could talk to you all day about this stuff. Like, I know. <laughs> this, this one hour was not enough time, to be honest. I know. At the end of each episode, I do like to ask a guest a final question as a sort of like palate cleanser, leading us on a high note. But this was like a very happy episode, so I'm really excited. Ah. Um, um, but the question is, what is the best advice you were ever given or what's a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Oh my gosh. I know. Mm, I don't even remember. Maybe it was in counseling or I think it was in a conversation with my sister. And my sister is like my Shira. You were on her website. She's the best. She's like the bomb.com. She's like my Shira because my sister, despite what the world tells us we should be or feel or think about ourselves as black women, especially as black plus size women, she always knows her worth. And so know your worth. Don't let people assign a worth to you. Know your worth because you teach people how to treat you. And so, so that was my... Best piece of advice, kind of like from my sister watching her life, but from my girlfriend from Haiti, she was like, you teach people how to treat you mm-hmm. and know your worth. So I was like, you dang skippy. That's it for this week's episode of The Tea with Brie. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Tea with Brie. Send me an email at theteawithbrie at gmail.com and visit the website theteawithbreepodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or where you get your podcasts. A special thanks to Mama Duke for our theme music, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.